Fred and Frit, Fred and Frit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. The Brad and Brit cast. <laughs> uh, we're glad you're with us. I'm really glad you're with us. No, I'm really glad I'm with us. <laughs> uh, what's been uh, what's been going on? You had, a, you had a satisfying Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, I I did. That's good. Uh, the, the the kids were here, and we did all the we did all the things. We opened the presents, and we sang the Hanukkah song. <laughs> no, everybody was well behaved. We had fun. Great to have them here. One daughter from Amsterdam, the other daughter from Asheville. The two A's nice. converging on our home right here. And you know, it took uh, it took well over thirty years, but it finally got to the point where they actually do know how to wash dishes. They were just hiding it from me all these years. Who knew? It was great. It was it was just great. I'm I'm over there watching football, just doing nothing, and they're over there watching. That was just just great. All right, here's the here is the story. Here's what is going on, and the reason that the Brad and Brit cast has not happened uh, several times over the last few weeks, and uh, will not happen several times in the future. Sometimes announced. Sometimes unannounced for the last two months uh i have learned and learned more and more information to the point where it is just a fact that i have uh myliofibrosis myliofibrosis very simply is a breakdown of your bone marrow fibrosis means i was thinking about this the other day you know when you you, you cut open a pumpkin there's all that hey, shit in there we always called it the guts you scoop the guts out of there yeah, yeah. i and no one said this to me yeah, i've talked to a lot of doctors and nurses over the last few months. no one's ever used that as an analogy i'm going to use it apparently that's what uh what's happened to me fairly quickly in uh the last several months you know, we discovered it uh, beginning of October or so, and here we are. And uh, there is no magic pill. There's no cure for it, per se. But to make the long story short, I'm being treated at the University of North Carolina Cancer Center. It's one of those big buildings over there in their hospital complex with really, really, really good, smart people. And I'm also being treated in Greensboro here at uh, Wesley Long Hospital by a great neurologist. Um, check that, hematologist, sorry, a neurologist, because of course I've aced every cognitive test they've ever given to me. Go ahead, try to trick me, go ahead. Name five things, I'm gonna name them back to you. Man, woman, dog, camera. Man, woman. <laughs> Cat. Oh, yeah. All right. The stuff that I was reading about your condition, uh, it says it's rare. The stuff that I was reading. It, wait, hang on. Hold the phone. It's not just rare. Um, in general, I am really special. I am 
rare of the rare of the rare, uh, because what I have going on, how did it happen? Did I inherit this? Uh, did I did I use too much um, Roundup? Was I sniffing that or something? No. <laughs> and you're not going to disagree with this. I am a genetic mutation. I'm a genetic mutation, an unpredictable, random series of genetic mutations in there, and that's what happened. And so it's, it's, I'm a, it's especially uh, difficult to just target this or that or that or that and say, okay, if we do this with this, but but there is a uh, there's a protocol here, and I'm going to be in the protocol officially within a few days. I'm going to start taking a drug a drug, and for those of you who are really into this kind of stuff, the name of the drug is Jacafee, Jacafee, J-A-K-A-F-I. Look it up and read about it. It's really expensive. Well, and therefore, I'm announcing a GoFundMe page right now. <laughs> Unless no, there, are ways, got, uh, there, are way, there are ways to get around that. There are lots of ways to get around that. And we have we have really good insurance. Uh, it's 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 I don't know. Uh, Blue Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Federal. They're they're trying to pull a fast one. They're trying to, to sneak people like me into a uh, a partial uh, use of Medicare for paying for drugs, which would of course fuck me over royally, especially. Now that I'm going to be using one of these expensive drugs, but we were able to uh, undercut that little uh, trick that they were that they were doing. You know, they sent you these letters. So, well, if you don't do anything by December fourth, we're going to do. Blah, 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 and you know, nobody ever does anything. They just let it happen. Right. It's like the old, uh, you have to opt out. Remember that this is the old day. Right. You have HBO for twenty dollars a month forever unless you opt out. And remember, they they stopped. They had to stop that. They couldn't do that anymore. But this is health insurance. So we uh, we took care of that. We're on it. We are on this. We're on this. And, the only uh, uh, the only drugs that I like are ones that have a full figured gal in a yellow dress dancing. Those are the only dr drugs that I really like. Right. Of course, my first question was: um, Is is this drug advertised in a happy commercial? <laughs> are people having fun when they take? <laughs> if not. I'm not interested. <laughs> and then when I heard the name of the Jacafee, that should have been the first name of Viagra or other ED drug. Jacafee, right? Right? Jacopy, yeah. Yeah. That's what, when, that's what Robert, you can't Robert, get it going, take Jacafee. Wasn't that what Robert Kraft got caught doing, the, the owner of the Patriots down in yeah. Florida? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't call it that. So, anyhow... Uh, between that and now, I'm a uh, I'm a blood transfusion boy. Uh, doing this once or twice a week now. Next scheduled transfusion Friday. Oh, that's fun, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Just do it. And I'm glad I live in a place, in a time, in a moment where they can uh, keep my keep my numbers steady enough that I don't just keel over. Yeah, and, uh, I'm able to get back here and and actually live somewhat of a normal existence in fact they told me yesterday get back over to the gym 
You oh, can nice. do all that same crap. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, okay. Fine. I'm happy about that. How dare you? You don't tell me what to do. Uh, and a, a half hour before we started this uh, brand of Britcast this day, my phone rang. And um, it was the Bone Marrow Transplant Center at UNC. And we've uh, set up our first little meeting. And that'll be uh, at the end of December a couple of days after Christmas. So I hope to get that whole thing rolling. And uh, if I were my cal, my internal calendar says, I wish I could get this all done by, you know, next summer, get it all done over the next six months or so. That would be great. And see if I can uh, get on my way to being uh, healed up as well as you can. When you have this, oh, the, the interesting thing to me, is that they don't call them bone marrow transplants anymore. That That is old language. They don't talk about it that They are stem cell transplants. Stem cell. You are stem cells. And we know it's, we sort of think we know, but we don't. The old days, when they first started doing bone marrow transplants, that's when they would get out a needle, you know, the size of a ruler. Right. If you were the donor, if you were the donor, <laughs> they, they'd have to, anesthetize you they'd have to not you be you have to 100% be out of it because it was so painful and that's what stopped a lot of people from being donors or getting signed up to be on the, the big list well that's yesterday and yesterday's gone now they don't do it that way anymore they just take some of your blood and try to match it up and if it matches up then they're able to make new uh bone marrow for you by injecting, I guess, a, a formulation of, of their blood that'll have the genetic code to, to get it working for you. I mean, that is the worst explanation of anything ever. I know. But, but the technology is better now. It's a lot more comfortable for donors. So that's good. Uh, if, 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 it, if, uh, I'm a suitable candidate and I think I will be, uh, they'll, they'll look in the, uh, the national registry there's a big you know i don't know how many millions of people have uh, already registered uh, bone marrow transplants but I, I i really have one goal i want to be one of those feel-good stories at the end of world news tonight with david Mueller, <laughs> where brad, brad Krantz finally meets the person who donated and it'll be some trump fuckhead right don't you think it'll be a trump fuckhead uh, uh, well, everybody's everybody's rooting for you. I mean, everything's uh, seems to be going about as well as it can be. I know it's kind of a well, relief. You, know, you have right, you have an actual it. diagnosis, which is nice because for yeah. a long time it was like we we could be this, it could yeah. be this, it could be this, it could be this. Yeah, we 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 caught it as early as possible, and uh, you know the fact that I'm up and around and I'm I'm not heavily fatigued or or anything like that. There isn't blood coming out of my eyes. Yeah. Uh, except when I watch some of those really terrible ABC sitcoms. They are. That's, that's that, different. That's different. That makes the blood. That's very different. So, <laughs> so everybody, everybody in my family has been great. My wife is a, uh, she's my interpreter. She's a doctor. She sits yeah. there and asks. It's hard to believe better questions than I do. 
<laughs> stunning for someone who's actually been to medical school and uh, passed the boards and stuff, huh? Yeah. Now, <laughs> uh, of course, because of uh, UNC's abysmal performance against North Carolina State, yeah, uh, I don't think everybody at, at uh, the UNC cancer, I don't think they were 100% yesterday. I think they were all just ragging. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe that was it. just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they're really, they're really great. They're really nice. And uh, sometimes they even have good snacks. <laughs> okay. Hey, you met some, right. uh, you said one of the doctors was a Brad and Britt fan, right? Yeah. I've had, I've had a few, a few of those people, but that, you know, of course that's counteracted by the number of people that hate us. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Start taking this poison. Yeah. 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 F, you, right. F you and your spleen, Krantz. Yeah. Uh, That's good stuff. I got a list here. I'm ready. And, and you know, on days where we're not here on short notice, I'll, I'll try to make sure I put something up so that we're, for instance, um, I'm not 100% sure about Thursday. I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. Keep that in mind. I'm not 100% sure about, about Thursday. Okay. Uh, here you go. Don plays one of the last cards in the deck. Oh, boy. New members of the Don fan club. John Kennedy's new book, Profiles in Getting Your Ass Handed to You. Pence moves to the top of the nitpickers class. Yeah. Gasoline prices and who gets the credit or yeah. who gets the blame. Here we go. Rupert, step right up again for a deposition. And North Carolina license plate slogan, first or at least almost first in gerrymandering. Oh boy. Do the do the gas prices, because this is again, I'm I'm fascinated um by coverage of the economy and coverage of business and markets and such and uh gas prices have are, are very low comparatively lowest they've been in quite a while uh but that could be bad news as well right good set up there sir uh would you say if gasoline prices fall for 60 days in a row that's a big deal that sounds significant to me pal because if I then said, well, if gasoline prices had gone up for 60 straight days, it would be the headline of yeah. every publication yeah. ever. Fox News, every hour on the hour. Consumers are furious at Joe Biden, but because they've gone down for 60 consecutive days, big yawn. Nothing, nothing. No, thank you, Joe. No, none of that. And and not only that, it, it's happened this time, not because of some crushing recession and no one's driving anymore, or there's a pandemic and everyone's sitting home, no one's driving around. No, no, there's just a oversupply of it out there, which is amazing because you know, Joe Biden capped all the oil wells in this country, didn't he? He, he did. stopped he us did. from... He did. Okay. He blew up gas tankers. Uh, yeah, he did all of those things. The 
average in the entire country. Um, so don't tell me about your friends in California. We know in, in California, yeah. it's still five and a half or seven right. dot. We know that. But right. across the country in total, it's three and a quarter. It's amazing. Three and a quarter. Yeah. Um, that's down 60 cents from September, 30 cents cheaper than this time last year. And if it was 30 cents higher than last year on Thanksgiving, oh, my God. And let's see. We had more people driving. We had more people flying, right? The busiest day in the history of the TSA. Yeah. Um, but, Britt, this is the worst economy of our life. It really, really is. Oh, and we, you know it's how close we are? We're, we're this close to a recession. We are just a, 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 a hair's breadth, just away from a recession. And I think the situation is worse now than it's ever been in terms of you get it shoved up your ass when the prices go up. And if you're the president, it's all your fault so, versus the opposite of that, which is it doesn't. Gasoline could go to 25 cents a gallon. It could look like 1942. You Sometimes you see an old movie. Right? Way to go. Old movie. <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll say it'll be like 25 cents a gallon. Everyone, Whoa, those were the good old days, right? Well, right. okay. Yeah. Um, but why, why is why why is why is gas so low? Why are the gas prices have they gone down? What's the reason? Um, well, I it's it's always supply and demand. Yeah, demand, and there is more supply, and demand isn't quite what it was um gasoline prices expected to continue following to uh to uh, fall lower prices for crude oil blah blah i mean it's it's always the same story but it, is it um, possible that this is because there's not demand for stuff and therefore they don't have to put as many trucks on the road to put stuff in stores is that is that part of the, the problem right I, now I don't think so. I mean, you could say, you know, the more electric vehicles there are, the less demand mm. there is for gasoline. Not the yeah. electric vehicle, but but there's there's a whole series of things um, that can happen that are favorable. But the point is that Joe Biden, in a fair world, would be getting credit for this, but he will not be because now there is a section of communication, of media, of social media, of Fox News that will never, ever, ever give him a break or give him any kind of credit. And you know what, Britt? If gas went up for the next seven days in a row, and it could, it could, that would suddenly be a story again. They'd, they'd go nuts with it, right? Um, so this is the... It's the economy, stupid problem, one aspect of it. Uh, I read another piece before we, we started explaining why the price of Diet Coke, Diet Coke is so high. Well, what's the deal um, there? What's going on? Well, you, it, it, it's, it's uh, why does a bear shit in the woods? Because why does a dog <laughs> lick its... Yes. Um, because the marketing of... of Diet Coke in particular, to which we've all been subjected for, what, over 40 years, has been so good that it has addicted so many people that there is uh, total uh, price uh, elasticity 
or Coca-Cola. They can keep raising the price and they won't sell any less of it. That's what they think. They think they can keep raising the prices and get away with it because people don't feel like there's an alternative. I know that's bullshit because there's a point where people won't buy it anymore and they'll look for the house brand or or switch to something else. And they, you know, they use the example of cigarettes. They're still raising the price of cigarettes, right? For the, right, right. The, the shrinking population of people that smoke but those people that smoke they want to keep smoking and they will pay i don't what's the price of uh, a carton what is that 10 packs of cigarettes what's the price of a carton is. of marlboros now is it 50 dollars, 70 i don't know what it is i don't know what it is either yeah it's a lot yeah no idea but people will yeah they're, they're always raising price no, i think um, I'd, I'd assume that a lot of people had just switched to coke zero because it tastes better than the nasty ass diet coke well, well but that that would count for the for the company they don't care um but in terms of the you know the gas prices and the economy in general again remember we have folks they take surveys all the time these guys that have phds and mbas and they're in charge of managing millions and billions of dollars oh recession's coming oh recession we're having a recession there's going to be a recession all year long they've been pounding this drum all year long and it hasn't happened and it ain't gonna happen not this year sorry guys Nothing that any of the day that we're so oh, Brit, showing, Brit, this year isn't over yet. There are still <laughs> yeah about thirty three days left of <laughs> so don't uh, don't be so haughty about it. Nothing. Little. There's nothing that there's no data that supports any of it. The employment figures, uh, you know, the GDP, all that stuff. None of it is, is supporting anything that we're close to a recession. But, I know, but that that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because you you know the disparity between the macroeconomic numbers that we talk about and I how people it. feel in their I lives, and the guy in the White House gets gets killed for it all the time. That's why Jimmy Carter didn't get a second term. That's why George H. W. Bush didn't get a second term because uh, he. And this, of course, this was a bullshit story, but it, it never it never went away. He didn't know what a what an automatic uh, price reading checking yeah. system in a grocery store was. He he looked at that like it, like it was the atomic bomb. No one ever seen it before, which was a bullshit. It's, it didn't really happen that way. It doesn't so matter. So you're it not concerned. Matter. You're not concerned at all personally that the uh, the price of gas going down does mean on some level a lessening of demand on goods and services. No, no, because okay. you know if, if there's anything that that just when you think you figured out that it's going down for a reason. That reason yeah. turns on its head. It just does. And when it reaches a certain point, they do stop making enough of it. And then the price will, will hit a, uh, hit a floor and then turn back up. It's the same story, but just, it just so happens that right now at, at this moment, when there were all these predictions last week before Thanksgiving and black Friday. And by the way, has Donald Trump, Asked why there isn't a thing called White Friday? I'm just asking. Okay. Why does it those have are, to be Black Friday? Uh, Donald, those are the other 51 Fridays in the year. Those are, yeah. It's like Black History Month. You just get the one month. The rest of it's White History Month. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you this. I always thought, and being being your friendly local 911 uh, operator dispatcher, uh, I would... I was hoping on Black Friday we would get Granny getting beat up over the you know one hundred and seventy three dollars 
50 inch television. We didn't get, I oh, didn't. Now see, those yeah. days are gone because they've spread out all the, well, uh, all the shopping and there's on online shopping. Yeah, exactly. People have discovered the internet and I, I just, I, I want that America back. That's what, when I say make America great again, I want somebody beating the shit out of granny over the $173, uh, 4k TV. That's what that, that's what I want. And if Donald Trump can bring that back to me, that makes me feel good. <laughs> well, Do, the uh, predictions though last week were uh, this is going to be a very tepid shopping season because uh, people are they're just going to be going for bargains. It's the same fucking cliches all the time. It's a, it's the same shit over and over again. And then Black Friday comes and they go, "Well, this is the biggest shopping day in the history of right. shopping." But then they go, "No, we were expecting it to be this, but it was only up by 148 percent, not 156 percent." So that's that's kind of disappointing. That's kind of disappointing. Do yeah. the do the Mike Pence shuffle here. Oh, I love this. This is so. This is so good. Um, Pence says they made a typo in his book where he was beating up on Trump to his face against his plan to overturn the election. And Pence says he told Jack Smith, the special counsel, that they stuck a comma in the following sentence. And I'll read the sentence with the comma in there. You know, I don't have the authority to change the outcome of the election, which made it look like Pence was just explaining that he couldn't do that. Right. Well, there's not supposed to be a comma there. It's supposed to sound like this. You know, I don't have the authority to change the outcome of the election. So he's telling Trump, you know, I don't not, you know, I don't there. It's a distinction. But is a different sentence. There is different intonation. There is different meaning. And uh, if uh, if you watch Better Call Saul, you know I think it was in the first season where uh, Bob Odenkirk's brother, played by uh, what's his name, uh, Michael McKean. Uh, Michael McKean. You know, he's a he's a dishonest piece of shit, too. And he goes into the files and he changed two numbers in an address of somebody. And it got a case completely thrown out because it was an inaccurate document, inaccuracy. So uh, would that not be delightful to see Trump go down over the uh, errant insertion of a comma and Mike Pence telling Jack Smith, no, 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 I. I wasn't informing Donald Trump as a buddy. Uh, you know, I don't have the authority to change the outcome of the election. No, no. You know, Trump, you know, you I know. don't have the authority. <laughs> Big difference. Big difference. Okay. The um, story that the ABC News folks are running with today is that Mike Pence was not going to actually preside over the counting of the electoral votes until he had a heart-to-heart -heart meeting with his son on vacation. His son, Lieutenant Michael J. Pence, United States Marine Corps, said, Dad, you know, comma, you took the same oath that I did. This made uh, Vice President Mike Pence reconsider and actually preside over the counting of the electoral votes on January the 6th of 2021.
good. So it actually took a conversation with his son to remind him, again, this godly man who puts the Constitution and the Lord above everything had somehow forgotten that he took an oath to protect our nation and its Constitution. But until his yeah. son helpfully reminded him. Uh, we all have our weakening moments, Britt. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> Sometimes it takes someone to remind us that we need to do the right thing. That's that's it. That's, uh, that's, I've missed out by not having kids. I could have a kid to remind me of stuff, and I don't have one. Yeah. Thank God, yeah. thank God Mike Pence did. Uh, you know what we did to our, our, our kids over Thanksgiving weekend? You made and, them watch you know, something unbearable. <laughs> you made them watch some awful movie that they were kicking and screaming the whole time. <laughs> no, they weren't kicking and screaming. They were more than willing to let us. Because, you know, there's a, a new documentary by Rob Reiner, who's Albert Brooks's friend, about Albert Brooks. And they knew nothing of Albert Brooks, my kids. Wow. And so we watched... Um, Defending Your Life, 1991, Albert Brooks. There it is. And they'd never seen it, and they loved it. They thought it was great. It is a great movie. And uh, the next day, we watched episode one of season 11 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So here's Albert Brooks 34 years later on, on TV with Larry David uh, attending his own funeral. And, That's of course, right. it's the same guy. He's just a little yeah. older, but he's That's still right. funny. He's just... He's so on, but he's so off. Okay. That's what's so great about him. He's so on. He's so off. But I'm, I'm glad my kids, my kids like that. Um, and then we watched Joan Crawford movies for a couple of hours. They were. <laughs> uh, new members of the Don fan club. Give us uh, that particular story, uh, would you? This is, this is not good. This is not, not good stuff at all. What's that sucker? I can't find that sucker. All right. Forget that one. Oh, no. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Ah, there it is. Uh, do you know the columnist A. B. Stoddard? You know who she is. She's the uh, yeah. She's blonde. Yeah, been around for a while. Very good. Uh, he thinks that according to new polling, Trump is actually picking up new voters. Now we've all been saying to ourselves forever, you know, he's never going to get any new voters because everybody's already decided that it, that he sucks. But who are new voters who might be persuaded by the bullshit that's out there being dispensed by Trump right now. These are not MAGA voters, new swing voters. Who are, they're not MAGA. They're not sitting around waiting for the 44,000 hours of January 6th tapes that crazy theocrat Mike Johnson is going to release. They don't care about that shit. They don't care about Hunter Biden. They are, are you ready? They are non-white, young, and independent, and they trust Trump more on the economy, foreign policy, and immigration, which I vehemently disagree that non-white, young, independent voters give a fuck about foreign policy, 
as far as the economy goes, they are the ones that would be most susceptible to, I can't afford groceries the way I used mm. to. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rent is too high, and it is for everybody. Uh, but it's been high my whole young adult life. And Joe Biden is the president and Trump. I hear he's a genius businessman. In other words, they are vulnerable to the same bullshit arguments of eight years ago. But these are young young people who are not high information, politically motivated people all the time. So here we come. Uh, and as far as immigration goes, the line, well, well, these are people my age sneaking into the country, taking my jobs, which is ridiculous. We have this low unemployment. Okay. But it, these are just, these, these are broad strokes. And I'm not sure that that's enough to, to swing uh, elections in, in either direction because nobody seems to factor in the number of dead Trump voters there are now compared to 2016. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I'm seeing in real time that Melania showed up for the Rosalind Carter service in Georgia. Well, I was I was thinking how to how to frame that um, because, of course, that's the the fifty uh, seventh funeral of an important person in our government. And Rosalind Carter, you have to say she was that Trump would never be seen at the funeral of. Not possible. And yeah. to me, Melania Trump going is because remember, it's all about Donald Trump. He has to think at some level that's a that's a slap at him because he said over and over again that Jimmy Carter um, is the worst president ever, except for Joe Biden and Barack Obama um, and Barack Obama. But but particularly, you know, Jimmy Carter is the cheap, easy, but inaccurate answer that uh, someone like, like Trump, but, but you know, Melania Trump's doing the right thing. Of course she should be there. Uh, why not? You know, they're all first ladies. It's a, yeah, but I don't want an anybody. Club. I don't want anybody associated with Donald Trump there. Like, I don't want anybody that's ever like slept with him, had his child. Well, we don't know whether that, that may not have ever happened. <laughs> yeah. But the likelihood, I don't, I don't want anybody that the possibility, that, the possibility. Anybody that ever thought it was a good idea to marry him, anybody that I, I, I just don't want her there. And I know that's petty of me, but I don't give a shit. Like Rosalind Carter was too good a woman to have an awful person like Melania Trump attending her memorial service. That's how I feel. And I, the, the family is way better than me. The, the, they're going to say, okay, it's fine. She can come. They, they really, you have to say that the Carter family uh, for all of their dysfunction and everything else that people talked about over the years, they walked and talked Christianity like nobody I've ever seen. I've seen some freaking hypocrites out there. These guys, at times when they were supposed to swallow their pride, because that's what the gospel of Jesus Christ says, they've been able to swallow their pride and and let things go. But I I I just think it's dreadful that she's there. It doesn't ruin the whole thing, but it's it's bad. She's, yeah, not, but, she's not just a regular first lady. Her being at this one. No, see, but I'm willing to, to give her a pass because Trump isn't there. That just makes it more obvious. Well, now, if, uh, if I found I know out. Michelle that, Obama's there, but Barack Obama isn't. 
if I found out that she called an audible and he told her not to go and she went, then I would, I would change my mind. I would have a different opinion of this. Well, so that would well, be great. It's, it's early. It's early in the afternoon. We don't know everything yet. Okay. I, w- I would love that. I would love if there was some sort of fight. She stormed out, said, fuck you. I'm taking your plane and I'm going to Georgia. I'd, I'd love, I'd love for that to happen. I'd love for that to be the case. Well, you know, Britt, only time will tell. Uh, uh do the new uh john f kennedy book uh, not profiles and courage profiles and not courage all right let me uh let me fire this sucker up okay here you go uh in front of uh senator john kennedy at a hearing in washington this day senator john kennedy of Louisiana confronted uh, Dr. Megan Rainey, who you saw all the time on TV during the pandemic. She is the uh, head of the Yale School of Public Health. So here you're going to hear John Kennedy ask for her opinion politely, as he always does, as the good fake Southern gentleman that he is. <laughs> on why the city of Chicago has become the largest outdoor shooting range in America. In other words, why do why do black people shoot each other with guns <laughs> so damn much in Chicago? Just ask it that way. That's what you right. want to do. Right. And uh, Professor Dr. Rainey was well prepared with an answer. Here we go. Let me ask you this. Why do you think Chicago has become America's largest outdoor shooting range? Do you think it's because of Chicago citizens uh, who have no criminal record? Now remember, he's trying to say everything but is it because there's just so many damn black people right, in a right. concentrated urban area? He can't say that. So he's he's coming up with 25 different descriptions of them. But, but who have a, a, monthly, a gun in their home for protection? Yeah, like white people. Yeah, like white people. Do you think it's because of a finite group of criminals who have a as long as King Kong's arm? Wait, I knew you'd love that line. King Kong. As long as King Kong's arm. Arm. Arm, right? Arm. Yeah, yeah here we go. Here's her answer. Mississippi, Louisiana, and Missouri actually death rates. Um, obviously, there's. Boom! So I live in Chicago. It's not my primary area of research. You don't have an opinion on that. I think there's easy access to firearms compared with combined with environmental conditions lack of great education. There have actually been studies showing that when you green vacant lots and repair abandoned buildings in urban neighborhoods, you see decreases in gunshots and violence, as well as in stress and depression in the neighborhoods around them. No disrespect, Doc, that one's not like one child to me. Wow. Uh, he really follow- killed her, didn't he? Follow-up question. Why don't these Negroes know how to act? Just a quick follow-up, if you can. Doctor, if you could go with... 
Yeah. He's a little over his head. And, on that and, one. and when she gave that statistic about the three southern states having a higher gun death rate, the difference is that none of those states have a metropolitan area or an inner city the size of Chicago. So all their gun deaths are spread out, right? All over the state. And, and so when you run all the numbers together, that's how you come up with uh, southern states where there clearly are more guns in the hands of everybody. And that's how that happens. But it was such a pointless, obnoxious yeah. attempt. Yeah. And she, she was too polite to take the bait. <laughs> and she did have that little, little uh, bit of information in her back pocket to make uh, John Kennedy fake senator from Louisiana, who really doesn't talk like that. He does. He puts that that accent on. Well, he's like uh, for, he's for like that Brian he's like that Brian Kelly guy that went from Notre Dame to LSU and eventually started just having the syrup spill out of his mouth when he's talking about like uh, you know uh, jambalaya and shit like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That disingenuous Brian Kelly from Louisiana State University. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Rupert, step right up again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's do that one. Rupert Murdoch is being deposed as we speak right now. We're speaking to you on Tuesday afternoon as part of the $2.7 billion lawsuit filed against Fox by Smartmatic. Murdoch is expected to sit for questioning today in Los Angeles and Wednesday in Los Angeles. Rupert's 92. And... Uh, if you think that uh, $787.5 million in the settlement with Dominion is a lot of money, uh, my back-of-the-envelope uh, calculation here is that this is a three-and-a-half times larger, $2.7 billion versus $787. And if you remember during that first trial, remember they were saying, well, let's split the difference in the amount of the lawsuit. And... Fox refused to settle. So they ended up paying near the top of the amount in the lawsuit. So this time, if they were to split the difference and cop the plea like they did with Dominion, um, it would be, let's see, 1.5, it would be 1.35 billion. So it would be another 500 million more than they paid the last time. Uh, I, I hope they wouldn't you know, impinge on Rupert Murdoch's lifestyle here at age. Oh yeah, yeah, he might have to cut back. Did you see those three yeah. shitheads on on Jeopardy below that question about uh, the pilot for the show that was originally called the Murdochs or Murdoch or something like that, and they didn't know it was Succession? That's uh, probably uh, we're we're always about four days behind. Oh my you know, god! My DVRs, my DVRs loaded up with like four. We just watch them when we feel like it. So I, I barely I was, watched that I show. Saw, they, I saw the show where they they didn't know who the fuck Garth Brooks was. <laughs> they, put a, they put a fucking picture of Garth Brooks up there. And nobody knew who he was. And and Ken Jennings looks into the camera and goes, "Time passes quickly, doesn't?" It? <laughs> you know, which is that's all he can do. What what's he gonna say? Yeah, that's what's all he can he do. Say? 
Yeah. Uh, do, do North Carolina first and gerrymandering, and we'll get out of here. All right. Here you go. Uh, we had a federal judge, and this is a George H.W. Bush federal judge denying a request for a speedy trial by the black voters who are challenging our new state Senate maps, which are completely gerrymandered in favor of the Republicans. And the argument is that they're unconstitutional. The judge in the case, Judge James Deaver, said there's no reason to speed up the case right now, even though, of course, we're you know less than a year away from the election. So, of course, the longer the delay, the more likely it is that we're going to be operating in this state under these completely screwed up maps that are tilted and gerrymandered towards Republicans. And uh, they, they wanted the case sped up. And this judge says, no, nah, no reason. No, no reason. We're, we're still in the uh, regular season of the NFL. We don't have time. Oh, yeah. The, the elections, uh, you know, it's not it's, it's a long way away. It's, it's a long yeah. way. Right. So this isn't a Trump judge, but it is a Republican appointed judge. So they're going to keep fighting to try to get this sped up. But um, if this doesn't get overturned, these maps, we'll be operating under this gerrymander until the year. Ready? 2030. God damn it. Which I hope to see 2030. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Good Lord. That's, uh, uh, and that's just for the state Senate, I think. You know, you have to file different lawsuits for the House races, the U.S. House races, and things of, of that sort. But, right. Uh, democracy is being chipped away one little bit at a time. And this is just a, this is a little nugget little part of it um that's the list we got through it all and we yeah we got to talk about my favorite subject me me 